The Conspiracy Podcast contains adult themes, language, violence, and sexual situations. Basically, all the good stuff. Thanks for listening! Epstein kill himself. Hey guys, welcome back to Conspiracy. Spooktober might be over, but we're still here talking about true crime, paranormal, cults, and this week, some fun conspiracy stuff. Well, I say fun because I didn't have to lose my life over it like some of the guys we're going to be talking about today. It's fun because you don't know Hillary Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun because I only voted for her. I don't have to deal with her. Well, that was Renee. Hello, this is me. I'm Renee. I'm Liz. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Katie. Katie just never wants to be normal. (laughs) I like long walks on the beach. Just kidding. I prefer going up to a mountain. That way, if you accidentally fall over the side, nobody knows what happened. <laughs> Katie likes long dongs on the beach. Ooh, I do uh. like long dongs on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's fresh back from her trip to Salem. Yes. Where she communed with Bridget Bishop Spirit, I assume. Oh, my God. Yes. So, <clears throat> yes, I went to Salem. It was my husband, Sean, and I's uh, second year wedding anniversary. So, we decided that it would be a smart idea to drive up to Salem from Atlanta. That's supposed to be like a 17 to 18 hour drive if you just don't make any stops, okay? So on the way there, I think it took 20 hours. On the way back, it took 22 hours. I wanted oh to my God. die. Oh, that's that's bonding. Such a long, Marital bonding. Right, it was, it was fun. Like the drive, drive up there was great. Um, Pennsylvania, the really rural part of Pennsylvania is the really creepy to drive through. Did you see any Amish day. people? No, every time we were, That's everything weird. we passed there, I was going, Amish, Amish, <laughs> Amish. And I was everything driving, was like, Yoder, I was driving, Mutz, yes, and where Sean are the Yoders like, at? Why do you keep saying everything's Amish? I was like, I'm just waiting to see a horse and buggy on the interstate as we're driving. <laughs> Have you never? No. Oh, see, no. in Indiana, there's a town like 10 minutes from where my mom's house is. It's called Ship Shawana. Yes. Is the name of the oh, town. Okay. Every single person is Amish. They do have electricity because there's this restaurant where they have like Dutch food and it is the truth. It is the <laughs> truth. It's called the Blue Gate Restaurant. Okay. And then they have this other restaurant called Zine Essen House. Wow. And it's so yummy. And they have like these woodworking stores and like candle stores. Like everything feels like you're on a field trip to like the Oregon Trail. 
Ooh. It's really awesome. Um, electricity. Yeah. And you don't die of dysentery. Yeah, no one shits in the street. <laughs> yes. So I did not see any Amish people, but we did yeah. see, I saw this big billboard halfway through Pennsylvania that was like, uh, hex symbols for sale. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then there's another one a few miles down the interstate and another one a few miles down the interstate. And then we start passing these big ass old farmhouses and like, uh, like just old houses and they all have these huge ass hex symbols on them i mean what like one house after and it was like dry, like on the interstate in pennsylvania yes and the what? Amish community is like totally against it like it's yeah. like really but like there's a bunch of like wicked i want to see that did you take in pictures? pennsylvania no but we did stop at this rinky dink gas station in the middle of hex country because we had to pee and get hex gas country. and sean was like we're going in together because I can see us just getting kidnapped and murdered in the middle of Pennsylvania. It was... Human sacrificed. Yes. So that was fun. And then um, I had a panic attack driving through New Jersey and New York City. Um, Jersey Turnpike is probably the worst oh, it's place terrifying. I ever want to be. Um, oh yeah. And we spent $30 on tolls, which we had no idea about. I'm just waiting to get a bill in the mail because we didn't pay one because we didn't know what we were supposed to do. <laughs> so we just kept driving. <laughs> Oh, um, they don't have like a thing where you can like drop. Coins this one in? didn't. It said it said no easy pass. You have to have an easy pass. It said no easy pass. Go, but they end up you you have to go online and pay it apparently. Okay. But if you don't, they send you basically like a fifty dollar ticket for not paying it. So. It's like that in Florida too. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like um, if you don't have a sun pass, peach? they'll charge you. Or sun pass, yeah. Yeah. But we did drive through like uh. Brooklyn and uh, Chinatown on the drive back, which that was really nice. It was a really awesome drive. Massachusetts is beautiful. Oh, Bed-Stuy. Salem was oh, such a cute little town. Um, I'm so jealous. The Hocus oh, Pocus so house, jealous. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. And uh, yes, uh, a lot of history. We watched uh, Bridget Bishop like. Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like a reenactment? Reenactment, yes, of her trial, which was oh. insane. It was really good, though. Those people are really good at what mm-hmm. they do. Like, That's awesome. They're very passionate. Um, yeah, there were a few places where uh felt really, like, off and hmm. weird because creepy, spooky vibes. And then we ate, for our anniversary, we ate at this place called Turner Seafood. And the building oh. that it's in <clears throat> actually was, like, Bridget Bishop owned it. What? Oh, yeah. shit. And okay. it's, like, super haunted, apparently. <clears throat> uh, and, uh, like, one morning, the managers went in, and he was, like, opening the restaurant, and the cash register, like, printed out a receipt, and it said hello on it. <gasps> but, like, their cash register doesn't have any letters Stop on it. Stop it. Yeah. Right. And, now. Like, that was really cool, and the food was really good. Well, that's um, the plus. But I did get y'all gifts. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I'm going to be everywhere. I got them from a store. Uh, and this was probably one of my favorite stores. There were two stores that I really liked. Uh, Coven's Cottage, which was <gasps> amazing. I bought an herb element the book from there. The where I'm, that's where I said I'm going to learn how to make elderberry syrup. Because oh, yeah, it yeah, like, has yeah. a bunch of recipes in it. Oh, okay. And then um, we went to the store called Hex. Yes. They had some really awesome stuff. Oh, my God. We got, I cry. Uh, my oldest son, a... Uh, a psychic power spell kit. Oh God, why? Because do you want no, him well, to he, be Carrie? I mean, psychic powers. He could always be the kid from that. Teen Witch. That's true. That's true. And just do fun stuff. I mean, I, I'll accept it. I'll help. I'll help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got my mom a kitchen witch. Yes. 
super cute and i got y'all oh my god witches herbal hawthorn berries carry <gasps> to summon witches protection oh so thank you i'm gonna keep it forever just you know carry oh these smell so right? good sean got coffin nails because apparently mm. coffin nails are good for like protecting your oh uh, i bet your, your surroundings that's oh. so awesome wow thanks I love these. We'll post a picture of these on our Instagram. Yes, so y'all can see them. What are we drinking? Well, let me tell you. So Renee got us this really cool tea we were talking about last week, the August tea. So since we are talking about celebrities that may or may not, but definitely were, silenced, we are drinking Silencio, which Mm. is a spicy black tea with pineapple and tobacco notes. It smells so freaky. Oh my gosh, if you guys could smell this. Ugh, August, uncommon tea. If you're listening, please sponsor me. I want to rub yes. your tea leaves all over my body. <laughs> I'm gonna, I guess I should start tagging them. Probably. So it says it tastes like cigar leaf, black pepper, and ripe pineapple. And it feels like a Cuban bolero. A Cuban bolero. So it's Assam tea, South Indian black tea, cacao shells, black pepper, dried pineapple. Mm. Can I just say that Portlandia ruined... Portlandia ruined everything. Got it. It it ruined the word um, cacao for me Oh, I know. I know. So if you guys want to buy this tea, they are at August Uncommon on instagram and probably also twitter mm-hmm. i'm definitely gonna buy some because i can't stop sniffing it i'm gonna close <laughs> the bag now but we should definitely pour some and taste it it's really good okay that's delicious it's really good wow yeah please sponsor us august uncommon because even if you all don't, of your teas are delicious yeah if you don't i'll buy it anyways <laughs> i'm gonna go bookmark some right now hey i do witch stuff on fiverr under the name live L-I-V-E underscore Ostara. O-S-T-A-R-A. So, I didn't, I mean, I feel like everything I do is pretty fairly priced. And, uh, I don't think I can offer discounts. I think Fiverr will ding me. But if you, like, if you send me a message on Fiverr and tell me you are, you heard about it on the podcast, I'll send you a custom order quote, which I can do, which is fun. Yeah. So, but yeah, I do fun witch stuff and it's all like good protection spells and advancement spells and positive energy spells and cool stuff like that. Please don't ask me to, to get someone to fall in love with you and please Mm -hmm. don't, please don't ask me to do a a hex on somebody. Ask me. Because I'm going to, yeah, Liz will do that. I will not. (laughs) 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 Liz is like, give me a reason. Okay, let's continue. Oh yeah, can I get some peanut brittle? (laughs) It's brownie brittle, is that okay? Same thing. Okay, it's gonna break my teeth, isn't it? No, it's very, very, very not what you think it is. It's chocolate. It'll kill you. One thing I would like to say though, before we get super into it, while Katie is chewing, (laughs) is that. Um, we're going to be talking a whole lot about suicide, and while we may make some jokes, I believe that actual suicide that the Clintons did not commit is very serious, so I would like to go ahead and uh, let you know that if you need to talk to someone, 
you should be talking to someone. If you want to message us, yes. message us. I'm a great listener. I love talking about shit. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure you can message any of us, or you could just message our group chat, and we'll all talk to you. Yeah. Talk to your friends, talk to your family if you can. Otherwise, there's no shame in asking for help. Absolutely. And there's even... Um, so there's the suicide prevention hotline, and Which there's is also one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Nice. And there's also one that you can text. Yeah. So like you don't get help have... or better help or something. I think right? so. I'll yeah. link it in the show notes. Yeah. But that one is you know because some people have anxiety about talking to other people, so I think the fact that one you can text mm-hmm. is it's super important. I remember the first time I heard about it, I thought it was really cool. So yeah. if you are struggling, like, please get help. I know someone that that texting service has actually, like, saved their life before. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's so awesome. that's pretty exciting. Take that as you will, kids. Anxiety sucks. Anxiety, We're in the Matrix. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, Don't give Agent Smith what they want. No. no. Also, Epstein didn't kill himself. Let's get started. Also, yeah, let's just go ahead and <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> 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 yep, I, I have been on, yeah, I have been on uh, antidepressants. Uh, since 2016, mm-hmm. which is uh, three years before Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. I was on diazepam. Okay. For, what is that? Seven years. I've been off of it for four years now. I feel like that's one of those that either really, really helps or doesn't. It really, really helped me, but at the same time, I wonder i'm wondering now like after going to therapy for a while Mm -hmm. um in college and like talking about some stuff i'm wondering if it helped me or if it just kind of like numbed me yeah yeah either way it got me through what it like needed to get me through Mm -hmm. and i went to therapy and i'm here but also epstein didn't kill himself (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I think we are going to get started with some stories from our lovely Katie. So, I thought we would start um, this episode with uh, two that are kind of connected, also somewhat connected to somebody you're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. So, um, And I'm going to start with the first one being Chris Cornell. And if you don't know who uh, Chris Cornell is, is uh he was in Soundgarden and the dumb fucking baby <laughs> and Audio Slave. Okay. Um you know. I just really love Chris Cornell. Like I, I do had, love Chris yeah, Cornell. I, I love a, me some Soundgarden. Yeah, I had a, a cassette tape of Super Unknown and it was like my favorite fucking album when I was 13, 14 years old. Which by the way, I'm not too. I'm not that old. It was an old album when I was listening to no, it. like I said, she's yeah, like a thousand. She's too. like a thousand. She's basically yes. the crypt keeper. Basically. With a great face. Um, but yeah, no, I love Soundgarden. And I love, I actually really loved his solo stuff. And then when, was it Audio Slave? Uh, when no I was like, house. I was like, oh fuck, Audio Slave is going to be so fucking good. Chris Cornell, amazing. Rage Against the Machine, amazing. And then they got together and it was like, yeah, yeah, pretty it wasn't much. that great. Anyways, respect, yeah. respect for the dead. Sorry, Chris um, Cornell. Yes. No, I mean, it's 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 sad. So, Chris Cornell, you know, the lead singer of Soundgarden, Audio Slave. Yes. So, and also solo work, which is actually pretty good. Okay. We get it. He was angry. Um, yeah. So, that's, you know, he was a 90s 
yeah 90s musician the grunge like mm-hmm. angsty not teen angst just angsty moody depressed whatever yeah um so on may 18th 2017 um chris cornell was found in his hotel room by his security guard hanging um in his bat hotel room bathroom by an apparent suicide let's use those air quotes real yeah let's just <laughs> assume that anytime it's like um unless you hear me just do a long groan then Renee does not agree. Huh. Um, so yeah. So this one though, I'm, I'm that I'm night his band, um, was it Soundgarden, had performed, and they had gotten uh, done by like 11:30. He was at his hotel room. He called mm-hmm. his wife. His wife said he sounded very like out of it and like groggy, and she was just kind of like, "What's up?" And he was like, "I'm just tired." He kept saying it. She said like he just kind of wasn't also making sense. Yeah. So they got off the phone. And she kept trying to get in touch with him, and she couldn't get in touch with him. So she uh, called his security guard and had him go check on him. Security guard went to the hotel room, couldn't get in, even though he had a key, because Chris had latched the door. Oh. And um, so he ends up kicking the door in, and he finds uh, Chris hanging from the bathroom door. And the way that he was um, hanging, what he had hung himself with was like a... Uh, an exercise rubber band thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, I saw I saw the crime scene pictures. I don't know why, but... Really? Yes. Katie, why? I know, I'm sorry. Well, it was it was a TMZ report, and then I was like, oh, oh there's no. pictures. Why would... Um, well, of course because, TMZ would have because pictures. Of, because of the fact that it's supposed to be a suicide. Let's, yeah. I mean, let's... let's apparently, too, uh, Chris had, like, multiple different medications in his system because he was prescribed mm-hmm. a lot of med- medication, which that's the thing. Like, his security guard had given him, like, anxiety medicine to help him sleep that night. Yes. But, like, he only gave him two. Oh. Um, was, he, was he on lithium? Or was he was on some antidepressant? He was on, yeah, he? he was on an antidepressant. He was, uh, I mean, because he was depressed. And, uh, yeah. He, so anyways, so the crime scene photos, um, there's, like, blood splattered on the ground. Like, he hung himself, oh. but there's like a, there's like a big streak of blood just like on the ground from apparently where he would have been. But like, I just I unless it's something that I'm missing. Whenever I've mm-hmm. heard of people hanging, like does blood just like splat and and like it's splattered onto the bathtub too, like oh, the bottom no. of it. Which it's like he there's no and there's nothing in the autopsy report saying that he cut himself prior. Not like any blood. There's nothing, yeah. and so why unless. Maybe he squeezed really hard, like, or the the plastic thing, the rubber thing squeezed really like hard, that. and yeah, it, like, I, don't think I mean, right, hurt. exactly, yeah. exactly. So, th- it's just very um, questionable at that point. Apparently, mm-hmm. they did the whole investigation, even though a homicide detective was called and everything, um, they rolled it a suicide very quickly, and they closed the case very quickly. Of course. Like, um, nobody was wanting to say otherwise even though there was blood randomly splattered everywhere mm-hmm. um but they did find um that before his death he had several bruises um all over his body and there's even like people saying that the concert that they were out at that night he had like apparently a big welt on his head oh and, like his hair was like sticking up and you could see it hmm. and they don't know where that came from but they do know from after his death he they also found four broken ribs and a lightly fractured skull 
Wow. So. Oh. How are you going to break all that and, like, fracture yeah. that if you kill yourself? Mm-hmm. I mean, unless, like, you're trying to say he tried other ways to kill himself before, but his hotel mm-hmm. room wasn't, like, destroyed. So how's he going to break his ribs without, like, running into shit really hard, mm-hmm. I feel like. So. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Um. Do we know where his, I mean, like, is his bodyguard trustworthy? Yeah, everything I've found, okay. his bodyguard, like, good man. Okay, like, I take it back. It's just, like, he, I mean, he he was two rooms down from him. Gotcha. So let's say there was a scuffle. Like, we don't know if the bodyguard may have even been in his room at that point oh, if something yeah. had happened. I'm just thinking of, like, a person strong enough to, like... No, there is speculation. Um, I read some things that speculate his wife was getting a little, like greedy like apparently after his death there have been a lot of problems with like the band like trying to release new stuff or like oh, sell it because okay. she's like wanting a lot there's speculation from that and also she like had him cremated like very quickly after his death mm-hmm. so you can't do an- another autopsy mm-hmm. um oh, man that's a classic yeah. maneuver there, i want to believe the best but that's a classic maneuver there's a guy who went on twitter who examined the body after he had died um basically saying how it doesn't look like a suicide um just from little things here and there especially like the exercise fan thing yeah that's mm-hmm. so weird that's very strange right like i have one of those and i feel yeah. like that is the last thing i would think to right precisely i can really fit that over my thighs <laughs> let alone hang myself so this um i'm gonna jump uh two months later uh, on july 20th 2017 chris is really good friend and another musician chester bennington is found by an apparent suicide dun, um, dun, dun. also he was he apparently um hung himself um i read Which, some can we take a second to talk about the beauty and grace and style and angst that was lincoln park yes because that's my teen angst oh i mean i used to love listening to linking link linking <laughs> i'm linking the parks <laughs> i'm linking the parks together <laughs> I was too oh, old for Lincoln yeah. Park. You are too old for Lincoln Park. You can yeah. still like them. I, I mean, I still listen to pop punk music. So I mean, like, yeah. But I'm 25, like, so. <laughs> I was just like, especially after I heard, like, three of their songs, and I was like, oh, cool. Okay, so it's, like, quiet verse, loud chorus, quiet verse. I just resonated a lot chorus. with the lyrics. I, I mean, think. yeah. I loved um, the Grey album. Mm. No, it wasn't the Grey album. The, the Grey album was something different, but the mashup with jay-z oh yeah and yeah, 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 yeah i can't remember what that was called that. but um i thought that was really good that numb one yeah in my skin. and um i did hear i'll have to send it to y'all somebody redid numb as like a i think i want to say is like an 80s new wave song and it's oh, fun hold Ooh. on oh well hold on i'll find it on my phone i was gonna say i'll find it on here but like um Okay, so yes, Chester Bennington, who was really good friends with Chris Cornell, mm-hmm. died uh, two months and two days after Chris Cornell in a very, very similar way mm-hmm. by hanging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... And on Chris Cornell's like, birthday. It seems like a lot of suspicious deaths are by hanging. But they took his music, once again, his music was, you know, was one of the factors, the stuff that he sung about, the fact that he was depressed, he had talked about being depressed openly, he talked yeah. about, um, And I think he talked know, about the fact suicidal that Chris Cornell's, like, death really hit him. Oh, yeah, he was, he, he was apparently, like, really, really affected and really f- afraid after Chris Cornell died. Yeah. Um, because, I guess they both were, you I mean, they both had depression issues. Um, but... 
And yes, depression is serious. And even like, cause there's this picture of him like a few days before he died, like just laughing and like, he looks completely happy and fine, but it's like, you don't know if he was really depressed. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's such a, it's so frustrating when you have people like, like Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, Anthony Bourdain, et cetera, who like struggle with mental health. And it's like, oh, he talked about being depressed one time. He must have really killed himself because like, it's such a stigma for people with mental illness. Like, oh, they talked about being sad one time. So I guess they really, they probably did it. They most definitely like, it's just really, it's really frustrating. I think it makes them also very vulnerable, especially since they're in that scene of being watched constantly and like, yeah. And the public, if the wrong people want you gone mm-hmm. they're like oh it's fine they, were they sad, can use remember? that exactly <laughs> yeah so some things about chester's uh suicide um i'm gonna give some measures that i found on a um a website that it's uh about his suicide being suspicious it's like a blog it's wordpress mm-hmm. hunger strike is the person that i'm getting it from so gotcha. thank you mm-hmm. anyways um so chester was 69 inches tall um, and <laughs> I just looked. I didn't my catch on to that. So there's yeah. that. And the door I'm that 71. He, the door that he apparently really. Um, I guess that's that's so tall. She's I'm large. She's a tall bitch. I'm. I am. S- yep. Sixty four. I don't know. What yeah. I am. Anyways, 50. five foot five feet is sixty inches. So, <laughs> so then I'm sixty two and a half. There you go. Okay. Yay. <laughs> okay, so Chester is uh, 69 inches tall. Oh, so he's only 5 foot 9? Okay, sure. He was a small boy. And yeah, the door boy. that he hung himself on, 65 inches. Oh, you know what? I have heard that. Well, that's a very similar... That's, that's a trending topic in these fake suicides. I mean, like... It just doesn't make sense. He has to be on his knees to hang himself. Exactly, and that's and that's one thing that well, they that they that they kind of of that, huh? There have been instances of that. Well, I like I get it, but like it's so difficult. He also I feel like it's more he's difficult. A, he's a tiny man. He weighed one hundred and sixty-seven pounds. Oh, baby. So like I feel like so with the door being uh, he's ten centimeters taller than the door. So um, oh, okay, four yeah. inches. Yes. So, um, as this person says, feet touching the floor, yeah. the knees were bent, they were leaned forward, the arms straight down. Um, and a person, they say that a person in such position would stand up just on reflexes as soon as they start losing consciousness. Yeah, like it is, I think that um, people really underestimate how difficult it is to like hang yourself. Right. Standing up, let um, alone on your knees. Well, like, well when you start um, to lose consciousness, your body goes into, like, the fight, the fight or flight, or flight yeah. and they're like, hold on! Well, like, um, <laughs> Kat's, Kat's <laughs> mom, <laughs> Kat's mom worked with, um, like, not mentally ill, but, like, mentally insecure, <laughs> mentally, <laughs> mentally unwell kids, and one of them, um, I can't remember how he did it? I think he did have something that he wrapped around his neck, but he he like wrapped a towel or something around his neck because he was mad at her, and he was like, "If you don't like let me do what I want to do, I'm gonna choke myself out." Okay. And she was like, "Go ahead, because you're gonna pass out way before you actually are able to choke yourself out. Like it is very difficult to hang yeah. yourself." We're gonna talk about another thing with uh, Chester Bennington's uh, hanging. Yes. Apparently, on the autopsy, um, 
he had a I don't know how to say this. It's Petiche? P Petiche? The Help me. Oh. Help oh. me. I don't know. I've never seen that word before. Let me see. Petiche? I'll tell I'm gonna tell you what it is in a minute. I've never yeah. seen that word in my entire um, life. That is, I was that a looks... music major, so I have no idea what that is. <laughs> that so like we're going to say pedache. Sure. Okay. Pe- if it's wrong, please feel free to yes. email us and tell us the right pronunciation. We would so, very much appreciate it. What that is is a pedestal hemorrhage is a tiny pinpoint red mark that is an important sign of asphyxia caused by some external means of obstructing the airways, sometimes also called pedache. Their presence often indicates a death by manual strangulation, hanging, or smothering. The hemorrhages occur when blood leaks from the tiny capillaries in the eyes, which can rupture due to increased pressure on the veins in the head when the airways are obstructed. So his eyes were bleeding? If pedigeal hemorrhages and facial congestion are present, it is a strong indication of asphyxia by strangulation Hmm. as the cause of death. Ooh, Damn. that's juicy. Yeah, because I think that's one of those things that like your body kicks in before that happens. Yeah, but if somebody is strangling you, mm-hmm. and there's a way that, and I mean, we we listen to crime stuff. We watch ID. Like, Hell yeah. we know that like strangle like and like a lot of people have been caught trying to say, oh well, they killed themselves, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, I didn't do this, but yet there there's that one sign where like if you push in, on yeah, the sides. I mean, duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> yeah, come on, duh, guys. Um, <laughs> Give us our own show. We'll solve the crimes. Yes. Duh. Oh. Yeah, duh. So, so Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington were tied together um, in their suicides, apparent suicides, along with Anthony Bourdain, who Liz will tell you more about when <laughs> I am done. Um, because Chris and uh, Chester were very, very close to exposing a child sex trafficking ring that was happening. And Chris had actually um, found a little black book that had name that had a name of a close associate to him that was tied to this sex trafficking ring. And um, they, Chris was in the process of financially um, backing up a documentary that was in the, in the making right oh, before his suicide okay. called The Silent Children, which was about child sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. Chester Bennington was supposed to appear in the documentary and Lincoln Park was also going to uh, contribute music for it. Hmm. And of course, if if this is if this theory holds true, if that documentary had come out, if Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington uh-huh. had actually gone through with making this happen and talking more about it. Yes. They would have been exposing a lot of very, very powerful people. Let that be, you know, people in Hollywood, political people, mm-hmm. very rich and famous people. Doesn't matter. They would have been exposing a ton. Oh, and a I lot mean... of people would have, their lives would have been destroyed. So there is proof of all of, of this whole documentary. There is proof of, of, of them being connected through this, too, aside from being friends with their music and, mm-hmm. and knowing each other outside of it. And um, there's actually a whole Twitter account called Exposing the Death of Chris Cornell. Oh, wow. Which um, just goes on to, you know. And there's, there's a, they did a change.org petition to uh-huh. basically reopen that. the investigation. Mm-hmm. There's so many petitions on, online. I gave you a little bit into... 
what kind of what Liz is going to talk about. Um, and yes. make your own, you know, do your own research. I'm going to say you will fall down a rabbit hole. Um, so going off of what Katie said, uh, in the music world, there seem to be a lot of sad boys who get uh, accused of committing suicide. But did they or didn't they? Why are you staring? You're staring right at me because you know that I'm going to. I am. did it. Oh my god, no, I'm, she... Mm. I'm staring right at it's you. Fine. Because it's fine. Kurt Cobain was muckducked. <laughs> by himself. No, not the by murder himself. Came, the murder came from inside the house. I don't... Yeah, I think it did too. <laughs> inside no, the house No, I don't think brain. so. I don't think so. Yep. Anyway, so if you don't know who Kurt Cobain is, I'm not sure if I want you listening, but that's okay. I'll it's forgive fine. you this you know, time. Just come as you are. People can only they leave can only yourself learn. in our heart-shaped box. Yep, for about a week. And make sure you use that uh, teen spirit. <laughs> so Kurt smells like teen spirit, me. do you? No, no, Katie. <laughs> Kurt Cobain was pretty. He was, he was pretty daddy. He could rape me. Also, Katie, no. <laughs> that would imply consent, which is the opposite of that. There's consensual rape. That's, that's, rape, no, fan- that's the opposite. rape fantasies and like rape. Okay, that's, rape, that's rape, different. Rape, yeah, rape is a thing. Oh my god. In heaven. <laughs> so Kurt Cobain was the lead singer, guitarist, and songwriter for grunge rock band Nirvana. Woo! Officially, he shot himself dead, quote, on April 5th, 1994, less than a month after I was born. Aw, Liz, Aww, look what Liz. you did. Jesus Christ, also, Liz. Also, Liz um, did it. My dad told my Bible teacher in ninth grade that I needed extra help because I had, like, posters of Kurt Cobain on my walls, and I wore, like, flannels and chokers, and I used to watch, like... Um, live performances of Nirvana um, on MTV Unplugged, and my dad would, like, pray for me because he thought I was, like, the devil. Dude. Okay, so a lot of people believe that he was murdered, possibly by his widow, Courtney Love. I think Katie believes that. Correct? Courtney did it. Okay. Okay. Renee does not okay, okay, okay. I gotta get through this, and then you can talk to me. Okay? Okay. Oh, my God. You little... Most of these claims can be traced back to private investigator Tom Grant, who has been involved in the case since shortly after Cobain's death. He's a goddamn fame whore liar bitch. Okay. Rumors were given new life in 1997 when shock rocker El Duce took time out from promoting his brand of rape rock to claim he knew who was the murderer. And then he fell asleep drunk on a train with fatal results. Wait, Good. are we talking about Jeff Buckley drowning in a pool? No, yeah. trying in the different forever. guy. So, but since then, uh, Courtney Love has come up with her own crazy theories. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, she's a crazy <laughs> drug addict. Yeah. Almost everybody, including the police and Cobain's bandmates, accepts the official verdict of suicide, although some of his friends and family have expressed doubts. Although, like, Dave Grohl fucking hates Courtney Love, and even he will not. Even he believes the suicide because thing. because Dave Grohl is the soccer dad of rock music. Well, okay, yes. I don't believe. I <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> well, yes, but I feel like he he hates. hates he hates, hates everything hates. that doesn't involve the fighters of foo. <laughs> he has a an Eagles of Death Medal. I guess he was that's in true. Of Death I guess Metal that's for true. A little bit. If he came, yeah. if he came out today and was like, "Guys, I'm sorry. I've been hanging on to this for 25 years, and I have to let it go." Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. I would be like, "He's telling the truth." Well, of course, yes. They only have so three good songs. Come on, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. The Foo Fighters. Oh, whatever. Dave Grohl has many good songs. Yeah. 
That's debatable. I love him. I wish he was my dad. Not in a Liz daddy way. I wish he was my Why literal is that father. Liz daddy, just because I have a da- okay. Just okay. <laughs> so now we're daddy issue shaving. I see. I see. <laughs> I see. I see how it is. <laughs> okay. So Kurt's body was found in a greenhouse at his home at one seven one Lake Washington Boulevard in Seattle, land of the grunge, mm-hmm. on April eighth, nineteen ninety four, by a, an electrical contractor. So, forensics showed that he had actually died on April 5th from a shotgun wound, which was initially reported in the press as directly in the head, but then that story changed. Okay? That story changed. So, first of all, we already don't even know where the bullet went in because no one can keep their goddamn story straight. Well, that's because the press are terrible. Except not didn't kill himself. free media. Okay, media, but you can't America, say it's press if it's the people who like did the autopsy. Yeah, it's and the, the police did the autopsy. And it's, it was and literally it's, newspapers who came out before they had the real story. Okay, because they like I said to be earlier, you listen to crime reported. stories. How many crime stories have you listened to where a lot of important people get a lot of shit mixed up, and mm-hmm. also they're lying. But it's only the important people who have things to say about the Clintons. <laughs> and Kurt Cobain was about to release an album saying, this is why Bill Clinton is a bad president. And then I mean, suddenly he was quote unquote dead. woke. So he was, no, he wasn't dead for any reason like that. Oh no, I'm, I'm making a Clinton Okay. I was joke. about to say, yeah, no, I don't. I um, also- even if he did commit suicide, he deserves a mention. Oh yeah. No, he's an amazing songwriter, you know, great person. And I love that he was willing to be like, if you like my music, you should really listen to the bands who inspired me because they're even better than I am. He was always so open about supporting other people. Mm-hmm. Eh. <laughs> okay. Jesus. So anyways, so it was initially reported that, um, he was shot directly in the head, but then later it was described in various Cobain biographies as being through the mouth. After taking a large number of drugs, including heroin, a suicide note and pen were found near his body, not in his handwriting, and the gun used had been purchased for Cobain by his friend Dylan Carlson, a member of the band Earth. So, the general theory advanced by P.I. Tom Grant and others appears to be that Love found out that Cobain was planning to divorce her, for good reason, cut her from his will, and leave her. As a result, she allegedly hired a hitman who rendered him comatose with an injection of heroin and then shot him dead, possibly for his money or to prevent him from leaving. It is suggested that Seattle police then collaborated to cover up the true murderer. So, the claims that Courtney Love did it for money are very common, as we all know, and there is evidence that Cobain described her as obsessed with money on multiple occasions. There is, however, no evidence that she was short of money and that her band Hale was growing in popularity at the time. Yeah, they were about to release their best album. Yes, live through this. Yes, such a yeah, good fucking sure, album. For sure. Have this we ever heard some... um, Weird Al's version of Smells Like Teen Spirit? Ah, uh, yes. Because it's the funniest thing I've ever yes. heard in my entire life. And I think about it on a regular basis. I fun- I love everything Weird Al has ever done Same. in his entire life. My brother-in-law does a really good Weird Al impression. And oh, he has, like, all amazing. his, like, greatest hits and stuff. On all of our road trips, he would be like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Can you tell me what I'm saying? It's so funny. Uh, Anywho. Um, la, 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 la. But it is funny, though. I will say I'm not on the belief necessarily that Courtney Love did it 
But to those people that think that she did do it, it's rather interesting that right after he died, she's like, I'm more famous now than it ever happened before. And my production quality is better than it ever happened before. And I'm paying everyone much more than I was ever paying them before. Well, that has absolutely nothing to do with his death. Live Through This was, like, literally came out the next couple of days. So, like, the It came out in October. Well, she was already doing promotional tours for it. That's why, because he called her... Like, before he died, and it, they had, like, a conversation where he wanted her to come to Seattle, and she was like, no, I'm not coming to Seattle. I'm in L.A. Like, I'm in L.A., and I'm promoting my album. Like, I... I, I am to have someone else do it. Exactly. Well, yeah, they had a housemate that she asked to check in on him because he wrote a note. He wrote a note where he was like, hey, Kurt, you're not answering your door. It's really, like, this is such a bummer. Like, you should really talk to Courtney, da 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 so, like, she did ask somebody to to check on him. But on the also, on the other hand, they're both heroin addicts. And she had just, like, gone out of her way to save his ass from an, an attempted overdose. So, I can imagine her, one, she is also a heroin addict. So, like, you know, whatever. But, two, she was like, okay, like, I don't have time for your dramatics. Like, I have an album I need to be promoting. And I have my career I need to think about. And this is going to be huge for my career so I need to focus on this and myself now. We will deal with your hysterics later. I mean, I get it and I understand it. And I do, I do see both sides because mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that Courtney Love did it or had someone to do it. Yeah. I think it is probable and I do see probable cause, but I'm not convinced that, that actually happened. But I will tell you the reasons why I'm convinced that he did not commit suicide. Okay. So. Uh, Cobain had taken heroin shortly before killing himself, quote, and drug paraphernalia were found next to his body. Postmortem tests found a very high level of the drug in his body. This is nuts. Like, if you actually think about how much it is. See, I don't know what it is. 1.52 milligrams per liter of blood was heroin. I don't know. See, I don't know. Look it up. How many liters of blood are in the human body, are supposed to be in the human body? All right. That's what I I saw in the documentary Soaked in Bleach. Yes. When I watched it, that was one of the biggest things that they were like, if you have that much heroin in your body, you're not moving. How? Yeah. They were like, there's no way he could move. No. There's no There's no no way he would have been able to take the heroin and then shoot himself. Because if you watch, because they have, like, documentaries. I can't remember the name of it, but I watched one pretty recently, actually. They have soaked in bleach. They have, no, it wasn't about him. It was just about heroin, drug oh. addicts in general. Um, they, they And they actually have, like, videos, like, real footage of people, like, um, what do you, what do they call it? Like, shooting up. They oh. have videos of people shooting up, like, a pretty decent amount. And, like, they'll shoot up, and literally less than two minutes later, they're passed yeah. out. Less than two minutes. And it's not like they're going to wake up. And that's not that much. That's that's Mm. not anywhere near I mean, he also had been using it for a while. That doesn't matter. So he's going to have, like, a resistance that regular people aren't going to have. I mean, personally, I've lived with someone that was addicted to heroin, and I was roommates with them for a really long time. I don't think he listens to this, but if you do, I I won't name you out. But I lived with someone who was addicted to it and actually was in jail for it for a long time, and he used to use it, like three or four times a day for, like, seven years. Jesus. And he said, like, if he were... When we talked about this, he had said, like, if he were to do anywhere near that amount, there's no way. Like, it doesn't matter. Heroin's not something that you build up a big immunity to. Like, you get used to it, 
but you can't like you're, it doesn't matter your body still can't function like you can't move your arms and your legs no matter how much you've done it just like with alcohol you can increase your like amount that you can drink but you can't you're not invincible so okay so what did you say how much did you say it was one and a half milligrams per liter of blood was heroin see i don't understand what that means okay how many liters of blood are in the body what is what I originally had you googling? <laughs> well, I was looking up how much heroin a person needs for an overdose. How many but liters of blood? Yeah, his cause of death was gunshot. Well, yeah, but I'm you mean to tell me as he was shooting himself, he OD'd? No, I'm saying with that much, would he have overdosed and then and been shot? Or could he have shot and then like his but in the in the in the things that I've seen, they've said that he didn't even inject himself with that much heroin. Like no, he that's took what people heroin, are saying. It's like, yeah, he was an addict. somebody else injected him exactly. with more. Well, because there were different marks, different right. different places where well, most heroin users don't do too, that. And, and heroin users don't do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the average person, I would say he probably weighed like 180 pounds. He was a small boy. Say. Five and a half liters. Uh, that, so that's a quarter of his body was heroin. Hold on. That doesn't seem right. Oh, okay. Okay, so the autopsy has never been released to the public, so nobody knows how much, how much was in his bloodstream. So but the, they, they still release postpartum tests. Well, no, Tom Grant says it's because all like you can go and you can go and check out like tests. You can't see the official autopsy, but tests are generally, if you go and like seek them out, you can usually at least see like general things. Like I could go to a courthouse right now and look up someone's like proceedings well this says the exact amount of blood exact amount of drugs in cobain's bloodstream is based on a newspaper account and i didn't ask you to look up right-wing conspiracy theories i'm not on a right-wing conspiracy theory i didn't ask you (laughs) to do this i literally just asked us yeah that was we first of all i just wasted five minutes of my life (laughs) we've been married so that you can read a retort to a retort starting to come out (laughs) God. Jesus. No, and be yourself. No. Go upstairs. We're Renee. divorcing you. <laughs> Look, Go it's over. All I'm saying is Courtney Love didn't kill Kirk. I'm saying the same thing, but I have to I have to get my truth. Like out I there. would sooner believe that Katie would kill Sean. Katie would kill I Sean. I would never. Exactly, because she's too obsessed with Sean. And Courtney Love was hyper obsessed with Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, but a lot of passionate, super into, super obsessed couples are do abusive. murder each other yep. and do murder the yep. other person because because they're yep. so obsessed because it's more so of you can't have anybody else because you're mine. Renee, it's like you've never even seen Snap. I don't think he did. Save me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. So without any drugs at all, it is still highly impossible that he could shoot himself in the head at all. Because yeah. okay, if you're with a, if you were, even if you're with your foot, you can't shoot yourself at the angle he shot himself. He would have to be hanging upside down, almost like upside down off a couch to do with his toe. And I, at six feet tall, who has killed deer before, cannot hold a long barrel shotgun without two hands. And I can't pull the trigger without help. I mean, hey, man, I'll admit it's suspicious. Holla suspicious. So oh, she's turning to the dark side. No, I'm not. <sighs> so for comparison, for comparison, Ernest Hemingway killed himself with a long barreled pigeon gun. Basically, like a baby version of that. Yeah. 
Okay. So Seattle police reportedly released photos showing a police officer posing with the gun in various positions. It was also determined that the entry wound was through the mouth. Okay. So therefore, you would have to be holding it like this to get it through your mouth. And somehow have your hand curved to hold it steady here, pull the trigger here, and get it in your mouth. What's his other hand doing? You can't reach your... Then you wouldn't be... That doesn't work! That literally just doesn't work. That's like playing Twister at that point. You're like trying to hold it. What do you... How do you do it? How flexible was he? I don't know. Did he... Did he also remove a rib so he could suck his own dick? Who knows? They didn't release the autopsy. I could do it. Marilyn Manson's not dead yet. (laughs) I mean, that's debatable. I think he's been dead for a long time. I'm not sure if he was ever alive. Same. (laughs) That's like Richard's idol. What? Marilyn Manson and Prince. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I understand Prince. Richard was just watching this video about Marilyn Manson yesterday. Apparently, he was at, like, Travis Scott's, like, rap music festival, just, like, walking around Oh, yeah. He loves rap music. And this, like, sequin blazer, and he was just walking around. People were like, oh, my God, this Marilyn Manson. And he was like, hey. (laughs) <laughs> and Richard was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I was like, he's literally the crypt keeper. Like, he's never, he's an alien, he's a demon, he is a warlock, he might also be a government alien, he Possibly. might have escaped from Area 51. Maybe. He most definitely has been around since medieval times, if not earlier. <laughs> He, he might be is. the last dinosaur ever <laughs> walking the earth. He's, He's pretty great. wise. I love, I love your voice for Richard because when people actually meet Richard, they're going to be like, oh, you actually sound like <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys, I'm Richard. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that. That's what you make him sound <laughs> like. Like he's Cartman. <laughs> I always give Richard a Cartman voice. I know. Hey. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, you look so pretty today. <laughs> I hate this. Butters. <laughs> All right, continue proving Renee wrong. No! Oh my god. So, Can there were also this? theories the gun had been melted down um, in police custody. <laughs> I think that's a little far-fetched. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I don't understand that. But that got so far, like, that went so far that police actually released a series of photographs in 2016 of the gun. So. Well, yeah. Like, I, it's a mysterious death. I just don't trust anything Tom Grant says. Also, all. the note by Cobain was not released until 2014. So, the reason why, and myself included, a lot of people think that this is, like, a whole bunch of hoopla mm-hmm. is because also it's, like, the, the trickle down of information. It's literally taken, I'm 20, it's taken 25 years yeah. for people to be like, oh, yeah, you guys wanted that note? Here it is, 25 years later. I know you don't care about it anymore. See, look, he did it. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, piece of, it's a piece of paper in pristine condition. Precisely. Bullshit. It's weird. Police police don't do the job well. And I do think that... I wouldn't be surprised if, like, one of his bandmates killed him or someone from a different band killed yeah. him. He had beef yeah, with yeah, a yeah. lot of people. It could That's have been true. his drug dealer. It could it have been have another been. person that used drugs. I don't think it was Courtney Love. I think the fault lies with the Seattle police because they did a super shitty job investigating this and... Because I feel is this is another one where they, like, closed the case super quickly. They were like, yep, suicide. All right, bye. And exactly. they just, I think a lot of these, if they had done a decent job, 
then there wouldn't be so many questions. But the fact is that there are a ton of questions and we'll unfortunately never know the answer because the only person who does know is dead. Right. Well, I guess there is another person who knows, potentially. If she even remembers. She doesn't. So She okay. definitely doesn't. She's running. She's somewhere in a Wendy's bathroom with her tits out eating a junior bacon cheeseburger. I Courtney wish that was on me the right toilet. now. Courtney Love? Yes. I wish that was me right now. In conclusion, my three big points for why I think that Kurt Cobain did not kill himself. Mm-hmm. Number one, that's a shit ton of heroin, even as a user of four years. Okay. Number two, he was too small for that big boy gun. Small boy. Number three, you can actually see on MTV Unplugged, Kurt Cobain's handwriting. It did not look like the suicide note at all. Like, uh, you can see a lot of pictures of his writing, mm-hmm. like in his songwriting, in his songbooks, and like his notebooks and all that. It looks nothing, not even close to his handwriting in the suicide note. Yeah, there are some people who believe that Courtney wrote the suicide note as like a way of like redeeming his death in some way or as a way to cover Well, the yeah, because apparently, and I don't know if this is true or not, I, but I did read on multiple sites that Courtney Love had a piece of paper that was found in her apartment of mm-hmm. her like practicing his handwriting. Yeah, apparently she was really good at like mimicking other people's handwriting. You decide, Katie. Hey, man, like I said, has decided. Crazy, like I said, she's a crazy drug addict. Murder? Yes. Murderer? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But that's, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Bernie did it. Did you say Bernie did it? Bernie did it. <laughs> Bernie Sanders Hashtag is going to put us into Jonestown. Bernie for president. Hashtag Jim Jones for president. What? Hashtag He's Bernie dead, Katie. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that was Kurt Cobain. And now I'm going to move on to just one more um, sad boy. That's what I'm going to call these. Sorry. Well, I mean, I have a couple I mean, more sad boys, but... I know, but I'm oh, talking about... Music, oh, sad, music, yeah, sad music. boys. Okay. And this Musically one, um, sad as, boys. as people have called him, we're going to be talking about Mr. Misery, a.k.a. Elliot Smith. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I love Elliot Smith. Sean turned me on to Elliot Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, never really listened to him until met Sean. Sean's a sad boy, too. Um, <laughs> True. <clears throat> Anyways, um, yeah, so if you don't know, Elliot Smith is uh, was a singer um, in the late 90s, early 2000s, and his music was extra depressing. For sure. Extra depressing. Um, one of my favorite songs by him, Everything Means Nothing to Me. Mm-hmm. Amazing, but the title of it, I mean, come on. He um, was addicted to heroin and crack and also had a huge alcohol problem. And um, he had actually made a lot of uh, threats of committing suicide, and um, he was a little bit of a heroin and crack addict and loved alcohol a little too much. Uh, Had threatened suicide multiple times, multiple times. Uh, It's very apparent in his music as well. Um, So on October 21st, 2003, Mm -hmm. Elliot Smith and his uh, girlfriend, Jennifer Chiba, I think that's how mm-hmm. I think it's right. And uh, got into an argument. Neighbors heard them yelling and fighting and screaming at each other. And Elliot apparently had threatened to commit suicide. And he, um, they, they were just like very heated. And <clears throat> there are some accounts that kind of vary about what happened when 
Chiba went into uh, the bathroom. She went into the bathroom to kind of get away from him. Some uh, articles say that she took a shower. Some articles say that she was only in there for like five or ten minutes. But um, she comes out of the bathroom and sees Elliot um, with a knife sticking in his chest. And she pulled it out. Which, mm. funny thing, she spent 15 years in, uh, like, medical world, uh, had CPR training. Mm. And if you've ever had CPR training, the number one yeah, thing they never. tell you is when something is impaled in somebody's body, you do not take it out. Yeah, I know. And she, her first reaction was to take out the knife out of his chest, which Mm-mm-mm. a lot of people don't understand why if she had the training that uh-huh, she had, uh-huh. why that was her first reaction. Um so, yeah, so the police arrived, and it's been, you know, they just determined it was a suicide, that he killed himself by stabbing himself in the chest, not once, but twice. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a lot of things that people don't really like about the suicide theory. A lot of his fans just take, you know, just accept the fact that he committed suicide, but there's a lot of people who really believe that he was murdered by his girlfriend mm-hmm. um one one thing is uh he he still had his shirt on like he stabbed himself twice with his shirt on which they're like you mm. know if you're gonna stab yourself take your clothes off like it's it would be easier as opposed to like you know <laughs> having to go through a one extra layer right mm-hmm. um also <clears throat> it's not it 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 happens that people stab themselves in in the abdomen in the chest or wherever to commit suicide but it's very very rare um less than two percent of all suicides um are done by sharp force injuries Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not only that he didn't stab like if you're going to stab yourself a lot of them are in the neck and true the position of the way that the knife was was in an almost like like, not not the way that he would go if, like, you were stabbing yourself. It would have been, like, I think. So the direction oh. of the stab, of his stab wound, um, both stabs were uh, slightly downward. Mm-hmm. So, right. Which, that's very, going along with his theme of depression and whatnot, and almost, like, poetic to, like, raise the knife up and, like, stab yourself down mm-hmm. like that. But also, if it was going downward, it could also be from somebody, mm-hmm. you know. And there, was, there were only two people in the house, and that was Elliot Smith and his girlfriend, Jennifer. So, um, there are a lot of forums online that, there's a lot of Reddit uh, pieces where people are saying that he was murdered. Um, she was in a band, her band, uh, he was helping her get a band, get, get an album out at the time. And, um, they just kind of, once again, the motive, I think, was more so, like, money mm. than anything. Um. <clears throat> and I think one of the things they said is it was difficult to see whether or not he had defensive wounds mm-hmm. because he mm-hmm. was a cutter. Yep. So they were like, oh, maybe these, th- we don't know if these are him protecting himself because he was murdered or if these are just scars from him exactly. cutting himself. Exactly. And once again, it's one of those things where his girlfriend knew him well enough to know that he was depressed. He was open 
to multiple people about being depressed. Apparently, before he moved out, he left Portland and moved to Florida. And when he left Portland, he told his friends that he was probably going to commit suicide and that he just told, like, the last goodbye to them. And this was, like, this, it's not, like, he had, he had attempted to apparently jump from a building and, like, and, and, yes, so you see things like that and his drug addiction and everything and his music and you can say, okay, well, he obviously did commit suicide, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. but stabbing yourself in the chest it's not once, dramatic. but twice. Mm-hmm. And then you, your girlfriend who has medical training um, just takes it directly out of you. And that, and my theory is, let's say she did it. Like, her, mm. her fingerprints are on the knife. So if she tries to say, well, he committed suicide, she, she, can't, she can't leave the knife in his chest if she did it because her fingerprints are on it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got to pull it out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) There's a really good uh, documentary that I saw, though, called Heaven Adores You. Um, It's it's about his life. It's super good. I can't remember if Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, his story's sad. It is really sad. And he was an extremely depressed person. Exactly. And people, like, constantly were talking about that and... Going, he also kind of felt the same that Kurt Cobain did about mainstream media and like becoming super famous. Is that mm-hmm. it, he didn't trust it? Yeah. And so when he like when he was at the what was it was it the Oscars for Goodwill Hunting oh, for Miss Misery? Yeah. Um, like he felt very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't his thing, and it's just very very sad. It and is. I, and, and, I know Jeff Buckley didn't commit suicide, but Jeff Buckley was another sad boy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, yeah. He Katie loves a... the sad boys. Well, she Jeff really Buckley does. was also a very, very promiscuous man. <laughs> if I'd been old enough in the 90s, I would have been your groupie, Jeff Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd been old enough in the 70s, you would have been He's Jim a Scorpio. His birthday oh, is my mom's birthday, November 17th. That's, that's also Isaac Hansen's oh, birthday. Oh, my God. Ew. <laughs> do you think Marilyn Manson has a birthday oh my god again <laughs> hold on we'll figure it out what Katie eats but her before it melts that's what the people oh, want yeah. you to think his birthday is you can't <laughs> trust the goog what is this again Moki. mochi oh he's a Capricorn that's yeah, weird he's fucking sad wait what is weird yeah I know isn't it fun I only want the ice cream <laughs> that's fine just push it out I'm trying to remember what the outer part is. Can I peel it's rice the skin paper. off? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> uh. How dare you? She gave me skin to eat. You know what's funny? Um, you know someone else that tried a lot of crazy foods? Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> <laughs> Our Lord and Savior, Tony. Uh. All right, Anthony Bourdain. So the next person that I wanted to talk about and probably my most sad person that I wanted to talk about because I loved him so much um, is Anthony Bourdain. So if you are like me and grew up obsessed with the Travel Channel and Food Network 
and National Geographic, <laughs> you would <laughs> definitely know uh, who Anthony Bourdain was. He had that show, Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations, mm-hmm. uh, Parts Unknown. Um, Anton Newcomb from BJM was on uh, his show. That's true. That's true. He actually wrote um, a lot of books, too, which people don't know. He did cookbooks, but he also did, like, fictional. Like, he wrote fiction. Oh, he did. I knew Kitchen Confidential. He wrote this book called Bone in the Throat. Which And all his books are very much, like... uh, like, New York, like, Hell's Kitchen restaurants, like, the chefs and, like, the stories behind restaurants and, like, mm. all of that. It's, like, really, really cool. But anyways, um, on June 8th, 2018, it is reported that Anthony Bourdain uh, committed suicide. <clears throat> Wait, what day was it? June 8th, 2018. Okay. Um, so they're saying... That uh, while in Paris working on an episode of Parts Unknown in Strasbourg, uh, he was found dead of an apparent suicide by hanging in his room at the Le Chambard Hotel in Kaiserberg near Colmar. He was 17 days short of his 62nd birthday. That's weird. I'm sorry. This is, this is tough. Okay. Uh, he was traveling with a friend who became worried when Bourdain missed dinner and breakfast. And as we all know, Anthony Bourdain would never miss a meal. Yeah, exactly. Let alone two. Especially in France because he loved French food. Who One doesn't? of his faves. French people, not so much. But French food? Mm. Um, so France disclosed that Bourdain's toxicology results were negative for narcotics, showing only a trace of therapeutic non-narcotic medication. Um, his results were negative of any type of stress or defense, but that it did show signs, um, that it was an impulsive, quick and rushed act, Mm. which if not saying that I knew him personally, but a lot of people always say that they felt like they knew him personally, even if they didn't, because he was just like a very open and transparent person. And he was really open with his like mental health. And I feel like... If Anthony Bourdain were to commit suicide, I feel like it wouldn't. It would be perfectly clean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, he spoke out so often about suicide and, like, suicide prevention. And, like, he is on record saying, like, yeah, life fucking sucks. But, like, it doesn't mean, like, there isn't something worth living for. Like, he was always speaking out for, like, the people that couldn't speak for themselves. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who did it, but we're going to get into some theories. So, um, the craziest theory that I actually just heard about, like, recently while I was researching is a lot of people are saying that he was murdered so that he could be the body double for Epstein's coroner's report. And Epstein was, like, flown away to an island. Yeah. Hold on. Because have you ever noticed how similar they look? Look, look, look. look. I have it pulled up and ready. Look at that. Yeah. Look at Katie's face. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to take a picture of it. <laughs> well, we'll get more into it. But the more I researched, my other research and this theory seemed to, like, snake around each other a lot. And I was like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah, look, that's both of them alive. 
I mean, I guess the other one was also both of them alive, but yeah, that's so they killed Anthony. But Anthony Bourdain was killed almost a year before Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, but when he when right after or right before Anthony Bourdain was killed, he was doing a lot of speaking out (gasps) about those celebrity sex trafficking (gasps) rings, Weinstein. Because you know, and we'll get more into it in a second. But you know that Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend at the time of his death was um abused, sexually assaulted by by Harvey Weinstein. Oh my fucking god! What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Because, like, in the worst Clearly, pun possible, I had no fucking idea about any of this. In the worst <laughs> pun possible, Anthony Bourdain had no reservations <sighs> talking about like political injustices and like he was very open. He one hundred percent believes that the Clintons are responsible for killing a lot of people. He one hundred percent believes that the Queen of England mm-hmm. eats children. I like drinks oh blood. yeah we still need to I think I mean whole, I think that too whole episode there's just a lot of things that he was very very public about and like when um CNN picked him up because when the travel channel canceled his show CNN picked it up and they were gonna give him a new show they had told him like you gotta chill out with all the like crazy political stuff and he was like fuck that I'm not <laughs> you have no show like fuck you this is stuff that I really believe in and I don't know. That's all I'm saying is he knew Epstein. He spoke out a lot about Weinstein. Yes. And then he was, he fully, fully came out and had said on multiple occasions that he knows, like, he knows that celebrities, like, participate a lot in underground, like, sex trafficking, like, pass around girls. Ew. So. Ugh. So that's a theory. Um... Another thing that a lot of people talk about uh, is actually really random. So, in Dave Chappelle's newest Netflix special, Sticks and Stones, he comments on Bourdain's suicide. He said, Anthony Bourdain had the greatest job that showbiz has ever produced. This man flew around the world and ate delicious meals with outstanding people. That man with that job hung himself in a luxury suite in France? And then just, like, looked at the camera. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot of people that know Chappelle, or know of Chappelle, know this, that he partied a lot with Bourdain and that they were often seen around the same places, parties, and people, and they both had a lot of similar interests and opinions on political scandals and conspiracy theories. But they, but, I don't know, it was Anthony Bourdain ever known to be, like, depressed and, like, yeah. okay, because so was he Dave Chappelle. He struggled a lot. Remember, Dave Chappelle disappeared for years because of his fame and his depression. And, and it always seems very funny that people with mental health issues all of a sudden, like, wind up dead all the time when they start getting That's what I'm saying, I'm brains. waiting for Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. now to just... Well, Dave Chappelle pisses e. everybody off, so I feel like he's on both sides. I don't think they would kill him. No, especially since he just, like, I mean, he basically came back as... as Bilber, but Basically. black. He's like, can you believe these transgenders expecting you to treat them with respect? Ridiculous. Yeah. Basically. So was, I think I got like 15 minutes into his new special and then I was like. Hmm. That, yeah, I know. I watched the whole thing and I literally was like. Ugh. Yeah. The entire time. It's like, yeah, you, you see. Dave so unapologetic. Because, yeah. And it's like, it's comedy isn't funny when you have to punch down. No. 
Anyways, this isn't about Dave Chappelle because he's still alive. Yeah, all I wanted to say <laughs> is that Dave Chappelle and Bourdain knew each other. Yes. They frequented the same circles. They both had a lot of the same opinions. Mm-hmm. And Chappelle doesn't usually talk politics ever. That's something that he usually shies away from yeah. in his like stand up. But he made sure to like bring up Bourdain and like gave the camera a really weird face. Mm-hmm. And I had friends that were in the audience and like that night when he recorded it because the special was filmed at the Tabernacle. And oh, a lot right. of people, oh. a lot of people that I knew that were there said that when he said that, everyone was, like, murmuring against themselves. And it wasn't in the Netflix special, but Chappelle was like, that motherfucker didn't kill himself, and y'all know it. Yeah. Damn. I've heard I've heard that. You're not the first person to mention that. So, yeah, no. and That's no exactly. one would, because Chappelle always at least covers his ass. Like, he's unapologetic, but he covers his bases to make sure he doesn't piss the wrong people yeah. off. And he still went as far as to, like, say all that. So... I don't know. And just, like, the fact that he never shied away from speaking his mind about conspiracies, government wrongdoings, etc. Um, he's made several comments about the Clintons in the past. Newsflash, in case you guys don't know that are listening, the majority of conspiracy theorists think that the Clintons are murdering people in and out of the government, left and right, for the last two decades um, that either get in their way or expose possible things about them or anyone that they are close with. Mm. So we'll get into that, too. Um, But uh, also, like I said, he did speak out repeatedly, rampantly, and blatantly about Harvey Weinstein, like, over and over and over again. And Harvey Weinstein is still alive, obviously. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. He's out of jail. He's fucking... He's going to comedy shows. You saw that big article? I saw that. That pissed me off so much. He's, like, just around, like, acting like some guy. And he's, like, in corner booths with all these girls, reserve tables, bottle service. Like, he's Mm -hmm. just back to being Harvey Weinstein, and nobody fucking cares. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. You you wonder what actually has to happen for for men like him to actually, like... There is no justice. I guess not. Because, like I said... Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend, like, for a long-time girlfriend, and his girlfriend mm-hmm. at the time of his death, yeah. was assaulted by Harvey Weinstein. Like, come on. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out mm-hmm. that billionaire equals power equals pissed off equals dead. Yeah. Like, it's not... It's I mean, Obviously, Bourdain knew more than most people. Oh, yeah. Going to all Absolutely. these different countries. He actually, and a lot of people got pissed off at him, too, because a lot of people don't really remember or, like, watch the show, I guess. But he went to Antarctica and went to the, like, only research center that we mm-hmm. have in Antarctica. It was, like, talking to them about their work and their research and climate change and everything. And it was, like, the people that were in the research little, like, igloo thing were, like, really, really serious and, like, scared about climate change. Then Anthony Bourdain said that it was the most chilling thing he's ever experienced to see climate change in front of his own eyes. Yeah. And he was, like, that was, like, one of the last things that he filmed, too. Like, that was, like, not that long ago before he died. And those scientists were, like, he said that they were visibly shaking and scared talking about their research because they didn't want to get in trouble. That's terrifying. And then as soon as that stuff came out and he got picked up by CNN, he was telling Anderson Cooper, my other daddy, that (laughs) he wanted to go to countries where no one else wanted to go and, like, talk about climate change for his next season of Parts Unknown that he was filming. Damn. And we'll talk about this later, but climate change. Climate change. Yeah. 
as you know, people that are uh, for the planet are not for the people, apparently. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, all I'm saying is I don't think Anthony Bourdain killed himself by any means necessary. Um, this thing I found out this week about the Epstein lookalike, that's giving me a lot of weird, creepy feelings. Yeah. But also at the same time, the Weinstein thing is just so overpowering mm-hmm. that that has to be the route that I'm taking. I'm going the Weinstein route. Oh, hey, yeah. Your girlfriend was assaulted by him. Yeah. You're speaking out against him. People listen to you because you're the most likable guy that's ever fucking been born. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It makes sense. Like... And Anthony Bourdain is fucking huge. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that he could not hang himself effectively in a hotel room. No. He's huge. He's like 6'6 or something. Sit. Damn. Like he's a mat and he's big. He's like jacked. And he's 61 at the time. Like, fuck you. He did not hang himself. (laughs) (laughs) They just put all of his stuff on Hulu, though. You guys should all watch it. Don't ever forget that climate change is real. Climate change is real and it's happening. No and matter. mom and pop shops deserve your love too. Yes, yes. yes. Support if small businesses. If there's one thing that we, sh- you know, we should all take away from Anthony Bourdain, it's that it's worth it to go down the small side streets yep. and discover the little, the little tiny fun weird places. Everyone's worth listening to, and no one is a spectacle. Exactly. That's a direct quote from Anthony Bourdain. Yes, because he's amazing. That's why everybody loved him. Was yeah, because, he like, did a whole entire ass episode on Detroit, Michigan, and like the shitty parts of Detroit, Michigan, mm-hmm. and was like, "This is fucking incredible!" Like sitting yes. down with them and their like rubble of houses, like. Mm-hmm. And just giving them, like, so much credit and, like, honor. Like, they were freaking Michelin star chefs or something. <laughs> oh, I love him. I have the warm and fuzzies. Oh. Now, someone who doesn't give me the warm and fuzzies. Yes. Uh, meme Lord Ugh. of 2019, even in his death. 2019 Harambe. Oh. Jeffrey Epstein. Gross. Also an animal, so makes sense. Absolute an absolute piece of shit that is the one thing i do as tempting as like the anthony bourdain jeffrey epstein um theory is like i do hope that it is incorrect because i, I desperately want, want him to yep. be fucking dead but i wouldn't been... that's what's so hard though is because they look so much alike they, and they have so much such alike. similar really build yes. it actually makes sense that yeah. they would use someone trying to use their powers for good as a scapegoat so mm-hmm. they could keep going with their pedophile island with the billionaire yeah oh yeah but I just I there's want to no way he's dead. that Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, uh, Donald Trump, fucking Donald fucking Trump, president. Um, what's his name? Warren Buffett. Is it oh, the billionaire? Is Warren Buffett involved mm-hmm. in that too? Oh man! Damn. Did you guys think he was good? I don't know. No, I he can't just, fucking stand Warren fine. Buffett. Fuck that guy. He's better than most, but no billionaire should exist. Yeah, for real. And royalty. Fucking monarchs. There's no way that you could have all these people in one circle and Mm -hmm. effectively get murdered unless you were going to expose them. Yeah, exactly. Which maybe he finally was. Maybe he finally was. Well, no, I'm going to get into that. But there are 2,000 pages of things that he was willing to give up to court. 2,000 pages. And then he just dies. He was going to be like, uh, what's, what's the rapper? Takashi six nine. Takashi six nine. Yeah. I mean, maybe on a different level. Oh well, <laughs> well both pedophiles. So true. 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 So, uh, yeah, and willing to rat out everybody. Maybe he was. I don't know. Maybe he knew it was over. So, 
before we get into the meme lord that is Jeffrey Epstein, I wanted to give a little bit of uh, interesting tidbits on um, the Clintons. <laughs> so, okay. Obviously, Jeffrey Epstein, before I start here, and any of you come for me, Jeffrey Epstein was obviously guilty as fuck and nasty and like young girls and happy endings and should be dead. Oh, he's a terrible nobody, fucking person. Wait, nobody fucking disagrees fucking that he should be alive right now. He should have been dead 30 years ago. I wish he was dead before he started. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish he would have just never been born. He should have been swallowed. I, I was actually going to say the same thing. His mom should have swallowed. But... I don't blame her because that's fucking nasty. So or spit. I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, how he could have been swallowed. He could have been in a sock for all I care. Exactly. However, he had too many ties to politicians, world leaders, monarchs, billionaires, etc., whose dirty laundry would have all been brought up in court had he continued to trial. Yes. Okay. What the fuck is two thousand pages of proof? And that's like that's like. I assume typed up by a lawyer of some Which kind. Is like, so you know that it's dense as And it's fuck. not double spaced. Yeah. No. It's not fucking Verdana. It's not no. twelve points. This is Times New Roman ten point single yes. space. Okay. Yes. Nuts. Two thousand pages. As someone whose mom is an attorney, most court documents are double spaced. But that's okay. Yeah, so Ridiculous. we're gonna talk about the Clintons. Real quick. So within an hour of Epstein's death being made publicly known, the hashtag Clinton body count was trending on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Since the announcement of Epstein's arrest on July 6th, there have been suspicions by many claiming that it was only a matter of time before Epstein was found dead. After the news of the documents being unsealed implicated high-up politicians and other elites, the conspiracy theories only intensified. Many accurately depicted that his death was imminent. The decades-old conspiracy theory that links the Clintons to a staggering number of suspicious deaths is only gaining more traction. The Clinton body count theory originated in 1987. So, let's talk about this for a second. Um, just a few of the notable deaths which were in the Clintons' close, immediate circle include... Former White House counsel Vince Foster, who died of apparent gunshot wound to the head. James McDougal, financial partner of Bill and Hillary Clinton, who died of an apparent heart attack while he was in solitary confinement after he was convicted of 18 felony counts of fraud and conspiracy charges linking to their bank accounts. Mary Mahoney, a former White House intern under Clinton who was murdered at a Starbucks in 1997. Her murder occurred very shortly after she was going public with her allegations of sexual harassment following Monica Lewinsky. Mm. Ron Brown, the Secretary of Commerce and former DNC chairman who was being investigated and was planning on cutting a deal with prosecutors, reportedly died in a plane crash on impact with no turbulence. Huh. An investigative report said there was what appeared to be a gunshot wound at the top of his skull. So was it a plane? Or was it a gun? Or was it Hillary? I guess we just <laughs> Hillary <don't know. laughs> was the plane and the gun. Yes. I mean, that's helicopter parenting. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, um, Ed Willey was the Clinton fundraiser uh, chairman, was found dead with a gunshot wound to the head, which was ruled a suicide in two hours, and he was cremated an hour later. Yeah. That same day, Efficiency. his wife claimed that Bill Clinton groped her repeatedly in the White House. Oh, come on, Bill. Yeah, it's tough being a Democrat because Bill Clinton was, like, not a good dude. Hold on. 
head of security team, Jerry Parks, um, for the Clintons, was gunned down in his car on their property. For what? This happened after his son said his father was creating a dossier on the former president. After his murder, files disappeared from his house. Oh, Which later burned down. The list goes on. I'm not even done, but I'm going to (laughs) stop. So the amount of circumstantial evidence pointing to the Clintons having possible involvement in the murders and cover-ups of many individuals who had connections to them is astonishing. We saw how justice failed to prevail multiple times with them in the past, and now we see that their ties to Epstein go way back. So Clinton and Epstein first met when the former president was still in the White House. Bill Clinton seemed to enjoy spending time with him and racked up to at least... 26 trips to Epstein's jet and private island. Yep. What? Oh, yeah. Bill Clinton was a frequent flyer. So, uh, details were not present. No security detail, no flight Mm -hmm. attendants were present for at least seven of those flights. Epstein owned a 72-acre island that has been dubbed Orgy Island, where Clinton was a frequent visitor. It got its name due to the allegations that underage girls were trafficked there and provided services to Epstein and any of his friends. Pointing out that there is an alarming amount of circumstantial evidence that the Clintons may have involvement in Epstein's death should not be denounced to mere conspiracy theories. His strong connections to top players on both sides of the political aisle is something that should really be taken into account. This is my thing. How can Donald Trump... Call her crooked Hillary every day for the last four years. <laughs> Five, almost. But, like, he golfs with her husband and they go to Orgy Island and fuck Yes. Like, you, like, I like, know for a fact. Not really. I know for a fact that Donald Trump and Bill Clinton have run a train on a 12-year-old. Oh, God. I know. I know they have. I know they have. It's funny because his supporters. But they hate like, each other, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It's it's funny because Trump supporters are like, oh, no, he just went there to be a spy. He went there to gather intel about it because he's fighting for Jesus. Okay? He has two brain cells, and all they do is masturbate. Yeah, basically. All he does is eat spaghetti and complain. (laughs) Like, he's not a spy. No, he's, he's fucking stupid. No, he's not. He's a, he's a fucking idiot with a penchant for young Eastern European women. And this is where my problem with politics comes into play. I'm not going to go full tinfoil, but I have <laughs> issues because yeah. they're so volatile towards each other, but they hang out all the fucking time. Yes. Yeah. Like, all the time. They hang out with each other. They're seen at all the same parties, the same houses. They're in pictures. They're playing golf. They're betting. They're going to concerts. They're going to sporting events. They're laughing. There's texting. There's mm-hmm. emails. Like, It's almost as if the divide isn't Democrat versus Republican, but really a class versus war poor. Right. that needs to happen. I know that's right. So, anywho, all I'm saying is... That Jeffrey Epstein had really strong connections to top players on both sides, mm-hmm. different governments, different countries. Oh, yeah. Like, he was always just involved in all of it. Yeah. So. Thank God for Barack Obama. Barack Obama would never do this to us. My sweet angel. <laughs> so, first of all. Okay. So. He was arrested on July 6th, where he pleaded not guilty but was denied bail because he was considered a potential flight risk. According Mm -hmm. to the New York Times, he hung himself in a suicide attempt where his body was found inside his jail cell on a Saturday morning. 
About two weeks earlier, the jail officials placed him on suicide watch after he was found with what was reported to be self-inflicted marks located on his neck. Mm-hmm. First of all, anyone could have seen him in the halls and, like, fucking strangled him really quick. Oh, yeah. You know anyone would. He's yeah. like... Sex offenders, and especially child sex offenders, and, and, do not last long in prison. This jail also is in the middle of Manhattan. Like, did you know that? This jail, oh, that, no, I didn't it, know it's that. crazy. Like, El Chapo is in there currently. Like, all these crazy fucking people are in this exact same prison. Yeah, his ass would have been dead. Yeah, like, they kind of they sent him there to die. It. Exactly. Huh. I mean, not that he didn't deserve it, but... That's all I'm saying. So, okay. I don't know. So, after the news broke that he committed suicide, quotes, questions immediately started to rise. People began to wonder how someone that was a flight risk and how someone that was in solitary and how someone that was on suicide watch was failed to be watched. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that's three like, uh, big ass jail barriers. Yeah. And he obviously is your highest profile person in jail. Right? He's the richest. He's the whitest. <laughs> like he's the most powerful. Yeah, exactly. He's the biggest case in America, but y'all don't have eyes on him, right? Bullshit. That's just that alone. Oh, we were understaffed. <sighs> Fuck. Just that off. one time. Yeah, that's the richest prison. Just that in, one time. In, in you're under. Hold on, hold on. You're understaffed with some of the most hardened criminals. That's what I'm saying. In yeah, the, it's the you're richest prison. It's the most funded prison because mm-hmm. they have the highest profile people. They get paid the most. But they were understaffed. So they couldn't keep an eye on him. Yeah, like sure. if you're gonna murder somebody, if you hypothetically, if you murdered Epstein, can you come up with a better story than <laughs> right, someone pulled an arm? Uh, yeah, there was a diversion. Yeah. Uh, the power went out. Make like seem- y'all really did not think this through. No, there you- is no understaffed in prison. First of all. Especially when you're talking about someone who, like I said, is your highest profile inmate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're understaffed. The staff you have is there. Oh, right no. There. We accidentally released El Chapo into his cell. Like, that would be more believable. Exactly. I'd be like, ooh. Yikes. It was a new guy, and he forgot which cell he went into, so we accidentally <laughs> put him in Epstein's cell. I believe that more than I just believe that he magically managed to strangle himself. Also, um, conveniently, he was taken off suicide watch less than two hours before he allegedly took his life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's the thing. Is they were like, so, oh, he wasn't on suicide watch anymore, so that's why we weren't constantly monitoring. Well, I'm here, sorry, you can time, see my eraser marks. Ignore the whiteout on the reports. Like, what, what, time, what time did he commit suicide? I don't remember. Let me get the receipt. <laughs> Find the receipt. Six thirty. So four thirty in the morning. PM. Oh, okay. So, but still four thirty afternoon. You know that shift change too. They're not fucking doing reports at four thirty in the afternoon. How convenient. Yeah. How convenient. Does does he is he told that he's no longer on suicide watch? Because I don't see them really giving a shit about telling inmates that. Like telling you if you were on suicide watch. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so so. It's convenient that y'all take that you say he's no longer on suicide watch, and then oh, he commits suicide. Like he doesn't know he's on suicide watch. He doesn't know he's off suicide watch. So yeah, exactly. So why would he be like, oh, yeah. now is the perfect time? And it sure seems like the Metropolitan Correctional Center's definition of suicide watch was that they watched Epstein commit suicide. Yeah. 
or, or they did it or did it or someone paid them or told them yeah to go or the somebody other way. was paid or we or, saw some power right. suit and kitten heels come up in there and be like <laughs> him <laughs> i'm ready here's a million dollars see you later click 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 <laughs> kristen gillibrand no <laughs> There have been unsubstantiated reports by the new right founder, Michael Caudry, and others that there was an alleged surveillance camera malfunction during the four minutes uh, to an hour after his reported suicide. Why do the cameras always malfunction? Four minutes. Yeah. That's not even a believable amount of time. No. Why do cameras always uh, malfunction at the most important times when somebody has died and there's a camera right on them? Oh, yeah. The same thing happened to Sandra Bland. Yep. When she was killed. The Kendrick Johnson thing that happened down in Valdosta, the Mm -hmm. teenage kid that was rolled up in the mat, the camera just lost hours. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Uh, Wait, what happened to the two hours where he was supposed to be in the gym? Oh, we don't know. The we have camera no must idea. have been broke. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, the shake machine you, is broken. It shows him going into the gym. Oh, oh, but now it just shows you a bunch of kids walking out of the gym. We don't know what happened. Yeah. And we don't think those kids had anything to do with it because, you know, they're white and their dads are friends with the sheriff. No, their dad was in the and FBI. And someone was the superintendent. Oh, wasn't right. the other one the superintendent or something? The two girls that found him were the superintendent's yeah. daughters. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Trust Basically. me, I have my theories on that whole thing. Basically. An anonymous reached out to that. You know it's serious. Oh, if, if, mm-hmm. anonymous, if anonymous is coming for you, you know they got you your ass. Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. First of all, if you're the highest funded prison with the highest named inmates, yeah. How do you have cameras that malfunction at all? Exactly. Let alone how fucking stupid can you be to only have it malfunction four minutes mm-hmm. before his alleged suicide? Also, it takes a lot longer than four minutes to hang yourself. Oh, it takes, yeah, like I was talking about before, it takes a long time, a lot longer than Even just to prep that, because he was huge. He would have had to have been on the top bunk and then go to his knees. Yeah. Jesus. Is what they said in the official report. Like, the coroner was like, yeah, so maybe if he was on the top bunk and then he jumped, but then he also caught by his knees. But he had no bruises on his knees, so I don't know. It looks like suicide. <laughs> he killed himself. <laughs> maybe what he did is he because tied it around. was right behind him with a gun. He tied it around his neck, and then he was just, like, doing squats until he passed out. Exactly. That's why there's no bruises Really, on what they don't want you to shit. know is that he's just into asphyxiation, and he was jacking off. Yes, so they pulled his pants up real quick, and they yeah. were like, no one can know. So. He had a picture of um, Dakota Fanning when she was oh. a child actress. Too much? <sighs> and Uptown Girls. Yep. <sighs> I am Sam is what I'm thinking of. Oh, oh too young. Too young! Too young! <laughs> no, no, no! I well. can't laugh about it then! <laughs> okay. Um, so the death of the 66-year-old wealthy hedge fund investor came just one day after the courts unsealed hundreds of damaging mm-hmm. allegations. Like I said, 2,000 pages of documents showed alleged claims of sexual abuse against Epstein's notable and high-up associates, past bosses, friends, and many high-powered connections, including uh, Donald Trump, Bill and Hillary Prince Andrew, Bill Richardson, George Mitchell. Yeah. Bill Richardson is so funny to me because I have not thought of his goofy ass since like 2008. No one has. Yeah. The unsealed documents shed light on allegations that could implicate numerous prominent American and British politicians, Mm -hmm. powerful business executives, foreign presidents, well-known prime ministers, and other world leaders in a massive sex trafficking circle. Yeah. 
Boom. A former president was named anonymously in the documents. Some and it was names, not Obama. Exactly. Hello. Some of the names include powerful Democrats. I mean, have you seen Michelle? <sighs> God, I fucking love her. Anyways, some of the names include powerful Democrats, former Senate Majority George Mitchell and Bill Richardson. Um, notable Prince Andrew's name was also included. Like I said, um, the FBI announced the launching of an investigation into the death of the billionaire convicted pedophile. Attorney General William Barr also stated that the inspector general would open an investigation into the circumstances of his suspicious death. Yeah, I don't trust Barr anymore, though. So He's a shill. No, yeah. But let's talk about his actual death. Because a lot of it seems fishy. Yes. Right? From the sleeping guard to the broken camera mm-hmm. to the broken neck in three places, I have questions. Yes. You you don't break your neck in three places. Well, not no, you're not hanging from yourself. Yeah, you no. Don't break your neck it's, at all. Does his neck go like this? And then that. And then that. Yeah. it's very. It's almost it impossible one to way. break your neck one time while you're hanging yourself. Yes. So That's, maybe. So maybe he broke his neck before he hung himself. Like maybe he oh, just maybe ran he just into like the wall like multiple that. times. Or yeah, and then like, like pulled himself up, like, hung himself, and and you know just to make sure the job was finished. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Totally. Maybe maybe this person who has completely gotten off scot free before, like I think he had to do like a penance of time in a prison last time, still has tons of money. Oh, and still he has was on work release. He only had to report to jail for five hours a day. Yeah, when he first went to jail. A so long that time was ago. his first experience. He has no reason to believe this is going to be any different. And he, what else was I going to say? Oh, and he apparently had made plans of, like, stuff he was going to do when he got out of prison. Yeah, he was already so, corresponding with that French lady, I forget her name, about what they're going to do, what she's yeah. bring him, where they're going to go. Like, he was ready. He was prepped and ready to pay his way out of there. Exactly. And, and shit on everyone. <laughs> and just run away. <laughs> run away to Barbados to never be seen again. So, these guards were either paid to let him be for three hours. Yes. Or they were paid to kill him. Either way, I promise you, he did not kill himself. No. He was a guilty scapegoat. Of all of the people we mentioned tonight, like, I 100% believe he did not kill himself. I mean, even the New York Times autopsy reports, it does not point to suicide. And There's then so when, many news people um, coming out, like, this is fishy, this like is fishy. Like, big papers. Yeah. Which is big, because most of the time they just agree with whatever the fuck is being said to them, because yeah. we know, you know. Right. The big political people control the media. And yes. the, the second coroner that was hired by Epstein's brother also said that he was officially strangled. That's the second coroner. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. So, eh. This could also all be a cover-up so that they could take him out of jail into an island somewhere. I just don't... <sighs> that, I don't know if I believe. But, I mean... I don't know. That's a lot of people to get to agree to say, like, if the coroner did show up and was like... Um, where's the body? Yep. And where is the body? <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> or if it's the Anthony that. Bourdain theory where they have <laughs> Anthony Bourdain laying there and they're like, <laughs> he's, That's he looks, for science. he looks like he's been dead for like a while. And they're like, no, 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 no. It just happened like six hours ago. They might have frozen like him. You can definitely do that. Well, yeah, but then you can tell through like the human right. tissue. They're like, um. They just look at it and go, mm-hmm. and then Hillary comes up and she's like, is there a problem? <laughs> Did I stutter? 
that's that's Jeffrey Epstein, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It'd be even funnier if it was somebody like like please, nothing happened to Danny DeVito. But if Danny DeVito had died like two weeks earlier and they just shoved Danny DeVito's body <laughs> in and they're like, this is this is Jeffrey Epstein, right? This looks just like Jeffrey Epstein. Please uh, please ignore the uh, the guard with the hood on his head who's escaping out the back door right now. We're looking at this body, This who's clearly Jeffrey Epstein. Don't you need a... You need... Did he get shorter? <laughs> fatter? <laughs> Is this Danny DeVito? <laughs> Hillary Clinton. Coroner just immediately gets shot, gets shot in the head. Yeah. Bring in the second coroner, please. Mm-hmm. This is Jeffrey Epstein, right? <laughs> it's just like a little, uh, a little <laughs> sticker on him that says, "Hi, my name is Jeffrey Epstein." Just like she's just staring right at his like shirt. She puts she he looks down and there's like a mm-hmm. cut out picture of Jeffrey Epstein on top of Danny DeVito's face. <laughs> Just like with the eyes cut He's out. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. Selma, how could I have doubted it? She's like, Okay. <laughs> all right, and check suicide. That's all I'm saying, guys. A suicide by murder. As the memes say, Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh so, yeah. No. Yeah. Thanks for letting us scream at you for three hours. <laughs> let us know <laughs> what you think about all of these. Yeah, I yeah, need to know. Let us know your theories. Like, are you big into they all committed suicide? Are you big into, you know. Half of them? Half of them. Let sad boys be are sad boys? Are you big boys? into Courtney did it? Oh, my are God. You big <laughs> but yes, shoot us a DM on Instagram or on Twitter. Um, on Instagram, we are Conspiracy Podcast ATL. On Twitter, we are the conspiracy. Um, yeah, let us know who you think, who you think really hung themselves. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Except for Kurt, they all they all hung them. themselves. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Whoa! And Kurt was too short to kill himself. <laughs> Kurt, you should have been the one. They say that. To, they say that about me too. But maybe You're still so. here. So <laughs> not funny. Still, I know. I know. Not funny. Not funny. Well, we love you all, and we love each other. We do love each other. I love that I have people to shout conspiracy theory stuff with. I know. And drink tea Everyone else just looks at me like I'm crazy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, until next week, that was the tea. That was the tea. And, man, it was hot. Oh, it was especially hot this week. Well, see y'all. See you guys next time. Bye. 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 Like anybody, I would like to live. I just want to do God's will. Just to go. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land.